I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group, and I'm here today with Eddie Schwartz of RSA, who shares some highlights from the Security for Business Innovation Council's Security Best Practices Special Report, which is expected to be released January 3rd. Eddie, before we jump into the best practices from the SBIC, let's talk a bit about your role at RSA. As Chief Information Security Officer, what are you focusing on for RSA in 2013? Well, thanks a lot, Tracy, for taking the time to speak with me today. At RSA for 2013, we're focused on a lot of different areas. First of all, of course, we're looking closely at our internal security and uh, what we need to do to be prepared for a lot of the trends and issues that we're going to talk about today, whether it's advanced threat management or looking, for example, at you know what are the regulatory and compliance risks that our customers are having to face and how can we help them face them. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, in the product area, what is really meaningful in terms of solving problems for customers in a way that is forward-leaning and helps them think out over the horizons. Big area for us is focusing on, you know, how can we provide big data analytics and intelligence-driven security to really solve those problems. I mean, my team has been involved in this for well over two years, and it's sort of now how do we take this out to the market? How do we evangelize it? How do we show what we're doing internally in security at both EMC and RSA, you know, and some of the leaders that have contributed to this report that we're going to talk about, and then also bring that out to the marketplace as well. And then from a higher level, Eddie, what would you say are the top challenges that CISOs across all business sectors will need to address in 2013? That's a great question. I, I think there are three primary areas that we can drill down to as we go. The first area is the threat landscape. It continues to evolve, continues to become more intense, whether it's nation-state actors of new and different types, organized criminal groups, uh, you know, the continued presence of anonymous and associated groups, or even insider threats. That's one area. A second area which is definitely covered in the report we're going to talk about, are technology trends from social media to cloud and so on. These are big areas that are important to the business and the successes of businesses, and, and obviously they raise challenges for security officers. And then finally, it really is uh, you know these large security gaps that are out there, the ability of the business to react with agility or, or IT to put in the right technology, to have the right skills and processes in place, all of these things are going to be challenges going forward as we look into 2013. And are there any areas that kind of stand out above the rest when it comes to these challenges that CISOs will face, in your mind? Well, I think the biggest challenge really is wrapping up everything that I just said and solving the problem of transformation. Because many organizations, for example, have invested in legacy, signature-based, and perimeter-based approaches or have certain skill sets on their security teams or are moving from traditional legacy, for example, banking applications or data center applications and moving to cloud and mobility. And it's making that transformation and realizing, wow, there's a, a greater number of adversaries out there. There are new delivery mechanisms for dealing with our customers. And we're going to have to change a lot of different things. And, and transformation is not easy, right? I mean, change can be painful and expensive. And uh, it, security is going to have to move quickly and with agility to make that happen. And so uh, definitely a lot of conversation with peers and a lot of conversation with trusted business partners is going to be really, really important. Now let's go ahead and dive into some of the Security for Business Innovation Council's best practices for 2013. Before we get into the best practices themselves, though, Eddie, can you tell us what is the SBIC? 
So the SBIC, or Security for Business Innovation Council, is a group of roughly 19 uh, chief security officers or uh, chief risk officers from global 1,000 organizations across different market sectors, manufacturing, energy, financial services, government, telecom, all who have gotten together as leaders in, in their respective areas and have said, how can we get together as a group periodically? Think of what is some you know, grand challenge or grand issue that we're facing in information security and come together in a moderated uh, type of forum. And you know, we as RSA are the sponsor of this forum. And then put out a report that says how we all feel about this, some examples of what we're doing in this space, uh, what we're thinking about, what is needed, what is the way forward, what are some recommendations. So some examples of some recent reports include a report on intelligence-driven security, uh, where people talked about what they're doing with big data analytics and how they're integrating intelligence into their incident management process. Or the last report, which was on bring your own device, which is a really hot issue, as you know, for CIOs and network directors today, where the members talked about you know, how do you allow employees to bring all of their different personal devices into the enterprise but still manage the security around that? And then what about the way the best practices themselves were collected and put together? Is this basically just a culmination of information that's shared among these 19 chief security and risk officers? So uh, what we do is uh, we work with the members of the SBIC as RSA. We, we moderate that we uh, ask them what what is of most interest. There's usually a very strong consensus uh, regarding what the next topic is. And then we conduct uh, a series of interviews and, and discussions with each member to determine what are the issues. It's a very structured process. Uh, there's a lot of question and answer. There's a lot of case uh, study driven approaches. And then out of that, a report is written and draft. Each of the members has a chance to review the draft and then there's also some additional external peer review done. And then finally, it's published by RSA on RSA's website. A couple of things that stood out to me were cloud vendor management and big data management. Of course, both of those made the list of best practices. What can you tell us about some of the council's findings? Well, I mean, there's no question that uh, cloud computing uh, is continuing to see adoption in the enterprise and scheduled to continue to grow across many different domains, you know, whether it's infrastructure level, platform level, and so on. So obviously this opens a lot of different potential issues uh, relative to security. How do I do authentication in the cloud? Um, how do I get visibility into threats, you know, some of the threats that we talked about from different uh, threat actors? Um, how can I get assurance that if I have to prove regulatory compliance to my regulators, that I can show them that I'm still complying with regulations like banking regulations or, or payment card industry or healthcare regulations or something like that. And so one of the things that needs to happen, obviously, is a discussion around that between chief security officers and different vendors to come up to agreements around what are the appropriate standards, what are the technologies that need to be in place for governance, risk, and compliance, and how can we get a common visibility into the status of these controls? Having a formal program, for example, of cloud vendor management, ensuring that the IT budget includes all of the different elements to conduct that uh, vendor management, and ensuring that there's technical proficiency in the organization that understands both the IT aspects of that problem 
and the security aspects of that problem vis-a-vis cloud vendors at, at different aspects in that value chain. Now, social media risks that often involve the inadvertent disclosure of confidential data or intellectual property made the list, too, as did increasing threats posed by bring your own device policies, also known as BYOD. Eddie, what can you tell us about the SBIC's best practices in those areas? So, again, I think there are risks and opportunities. If you think of the opportunity aspect, certainly uh, think about all of the companies that all of us do business with on a personal level have moved their presence to, uh, you know, various types of social media are reaching out to us and asking us to use our smartphones and use our, our various tablets and so on to communicate with them and to do business with them. And, and many of us are welcoming those innovations, whether it's innovations in mobility, innovations to get information via social media, even uh, in cases of emergency where emergency services have been delivered effectively through social media platforms. So these are all good things. But, you know, imagine as we continue to rely on these services, we also have to have trust around these services that we're getting information that we can rely on and that our information is safe as we conduct transactions through that. And the businesses need to be able to prove to us that this is true and trustworthy as well. For security officers, clearly there needs to be, uh, you know, a team that takes a multidisciplinary approach to this, where they understand all of the different aspects of social media, not only the outreach part, you know, to try to get people interested in it, but to understand how do you deal with potential security risks? How do you deal with the integrity of that environment? How do you train both internal populations and external populations as far as what they should trust and what they shouldn't? And how do you monitor social media channels to make sure, for example, that those channels aren't being hijacked by people that may have malintent towards the organization or may want to misinform the constituency that's using that channel. For BYOD, a key factor is, well, when you introduce personal devices into the enterprise, it's still important to manage the security and integrity of corporate data. So again, there's that balance between making sure that corporate data is secure and managing that aspect of the device but still ensuring that people feel good about the fact that they can use the device for personal reasons. And that's a tricky balance. And that requires, I think, a close examination of policy, a close understanding of what mobile device management looks like, which aspects are important to focus on right now, and which aspects may be more important down the road as that space matures. What steps has RSA taken based on its own breach to ensure that it's less susceptible to APTs? Well, the key to uh, any advanced actor, whether it's APTs or you know some of the more advanced criminal groups, for example, really is the basic premise that uh, no organization is an island. In other words, if you're just sitting there looking at your own log files or you know other limited amounts of data, you're going to fail in this space. It's really important to, when dealing with APTs or, or other advanced threat actors to first of all, take a big data approach. How can I collect as much information as possible internally about the behavior of my network, its users, all of the devices that are connected to it, and organize that data properly? But another critical aspect of this, the idea of intelligence-driven security, and we're really big on that in my shop, which is how can we look out into the known security universe and look for sources of information, external 
to EMC and RSA, that when we integrate that with our own internal data, provide unique visibility into advanced threat actors, you know, so-called indicators of compromise, information about um, groups, about their networks, about their resources, whether they're IP addresses, domain names, file types, botnet. There's a wealth of information. Some is privileged information. Some is pay-per-view information, if you will. Some is information that you, you'll share on a peer-to-peer basis or on a sector basis, for example, within the you know banking community or financial services community. But the point is, you've got to get it and you've got to have resources in your organization dedicated to doing intelligence-driven securities. And then what about other types of threats? What specific threats does RSA see all organizations facing in 2013? Well, I think certainly, uh, you know, for example, fraud is really, you know, something that we look closely at. Fraud due to external criminal groups that are looking for ways to, uh, you know, steal identities or steal information for financial gain. We and, you know, and our customers are very concerned about that. And that's a slightly different problem than, you know, an APT-style attack. While it uses similar tactics in terms of understanding how these actors work, maybe it's a different intelligence gathering process in terms of what you need to know. And we have a business in Israel, our anti-fraud command center, that is very, very good. Uh, We recently announced that we opened an anti-fraud command center satellite office at Purdue University in Indiana, which is doing research on fraud-based you know, threat actors as well. But you know, another area too is, is you know, looking across things, for example, like the supply chain. Most organizations of any size, if they think about it, uh, have suppliers and are a supplier to somebody. And so you are a link in a chain somewhere and there needs to be security across that whole chain. And, and that's touched on in the current report that we're talking about as, as a trend for 2013 that needs to be examined. How do I ensure that I am both trustworthy to uh, the people that are downstream of me, that I, where I'm a supplier, but that also that people that supply me or organizations that supply me also that I can feel good about them being trustworthy. So it's really important that chief security officers also look at that and say, do I have a program in place that's adequate to ensure that I feel that the entire supply chain is monitored adequately and that that there's a good program in place to ensure the security and integrity of the supply chain? And then, Eddie, before we close, what advice can you offer to other organizations based on some of these best practices as well as some of the specific threats that you just discussed? We're certainly talking about 2013, uh, and, you know, obviously we always tend to look like, you know, what's the best or worst thing that happened in a given year. But one of the things to consider is that none of these things are potentially completely solvable or things that, you know, are simply 12-month engagements by any means. Whenever we think about any of these issues, whether it's, for example, implementing BYOD securely or intelligence-driven security or or dealing with supply chain security or uh, having a program for social media security, cloud security, and so on, all of these issues really are multi-year and ongoing types of programs. So I guess my word of advice, if you will, is that you have to think of all of these things as programmatic in nature and plan for multi-year commitments, and plan for these commitments that, that also may change over time. You've got to be agile, just like the adversaries are agile. You've got to have plans that transcend one year to the next, but also you've got to have the agility to say, I need to shift my plans a little bit 
based on changes to the threat landscape, based on changes to how my business is going to be run, you know, over the next one, two, three, five years. Eddie, I'd like to thank you again for your time today. Thank you very much, Tracy. It was nice talking to you. Have a happy holiday. Thanks, you too. Again, we've just heard from Eddie Swartz of RSA. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.